Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Ro, host of The Queen Pod. We are on a mission to offer you a companion piece to the entire Queen back catalogue track by track. And Queen are letting us play all their music. To find out about how to support us and access some Bijou exclusives, pop along to patreon.com forward slash Queen Pod. So, without further ado, all we want to do is... Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my Hello and welcome to Queen Pod. Yes, we're doing a wonderful series on Queen greatest hits, and today we're looking at their amazing track, Bicycle Race. You are being hosted by me, Rohan Acharya, and being joined by one Suze Kempner. Hi! One Mr. Simon Lupton. Hello! And one Mr. John Robbins. Hello, everyone. Now we know what everyone's voices sound like. Uh, <laughs> let us talk about Bicycle Race, written by Freddie Mercury. Uh, it's off the jazz album. Uh, the single was released as a double A side with Fat Bottom Girls, which is the last track that you will have heard on the Greatest Hits album, this beautifully curated playlist by Queen. I would love to know, Simon, what the historical context of the release of this song can offer us in about a minute. I'll be happy to oblige, Mr. Acharya. Um, We spoke last time uh, about the context in which the jazz album was recorded um, and how that and their lifestyle was being reflected in their music. Um, So rather than retread that path, I thought it was perhaps worth mentioning how this song is probably one of the most misunderstood songs in the Queen canon. Um, Firstly, Freddie didn't particularly like bicycles, so it's not because he's a fan of those that he wrote the song. But he was a fan of Star Wars, wasn't he? Well, secondly, the lyrics aren't supposed to be taken oh, seriously. So right, despite okay. what was ahead in the song, Freddie did actually like Star Wars. He did! He did! There you go. <laughs> so don't take I mean, it so seriously. He did believe in Peter Pan, Frankenstein and Superman. He did, yes. <laughs> I can't imagine Freddie Mercury setting aside nine hours to watch a load of Oh, but there was only one by then. Busy. (laughs) There was only Star Wars came out in '77. This song came out in '78. So it's hugely in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine him sat on a shaylong next to his Ming vases with all his cats watching a s- s- silly film about people with helmets on. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> calm! 
down, down. That means that all films are silly, John. So that's a ridiculous theory uh, statement. And we haven't got all time. films that you watch all have spaceships and helmets. We haven't got time for this diatribe. I'm sorry. We've got to talk about Queen. We've got to talk about Bicycle Race. We've got 15 minutes. Stop wagging on about how cinema is dead to you. Simon, I'm so sorry for John that's Robbins right. interrupting you like that. Can you please continue with your one? It's just like any new listeners. They just walked into a massive family row, weren't they? Well, they have. Yes. And take a seat because it gets worse. So, um, humour has always been a key part of Queen, and you cannot listen to this song without being having your tongue firmly placed in your cheek. Um, then, of course, there was the nude female cyclists in the video, speaking um, of cheeks. and subsequently part of the single. <laughs> album. Oh God, this is going to be a struggle. This one, isn't it? Uh, album artwork. <laughs> We've talked in the past about it being something you wouldn't do now. But interestingly, even then in the 70s, Queen were accused of treating women like objects. Um, I think it's clear that wasn't the intention, but times were changing and this was probably on the cusp of that. Um, finally, on the last uh, pod, we we did discuss how most Queen fans experience this uh, thing with Bias Christ, where it's the song that's trotted out by anyone who wants to wind us up and say Queen are a novelty act. Um, and so I'd like to finish with advice to Queen fans that they are simply must rise above it and accept that it's a joke. And as Queen fans, we're all in on the joke. And those people, they're not in on it. So stuff them. And also it's unfair. It's, an, it's a remarkable song, actually, in, in my opinion. It was a very topical song. The lyrics were super topical, right? Uh, and there was lots and lots of social, political and pop culture references. Um, so I uh, do think it's um, it's a remarkable song. I also think that just um, the construction of it, like lyrically and musically for me, I think it's actually brilliant. Like if you actually examine the lyrics, it's packed with wit and commentary. Um, the soaring cor- chorus feels like a bid for freedom. The idea of someone just doesn't care about anything and just wants to ride their bike. <laughs> There's so, a metaphorical aspect to it's that. It's hard to talk seriously about. It's not it's not hard to talk seriously about it at all, John. It's <laughs> it's um you obviously haven't freewheeled down a hill on a bicycle. <laughs> and, and, and that's why you have such that's a repressed attitude. True. But it's it's like, um, <laughs> you know, that the, there is a freedom that you know, I mean, does it matter like if if they'd done the song about I don't know I mean, skydiving, whatever. People do songs about free falling, and that's okay. You know, what's wrong with riding a bike? Bicycle race is about emancipation. Why, that's why they emancipated all those women from their clothes in the video. <laughs> Apart from on the cover, where they forced her to wear clothes. <laughs> That's something that they decided to do for marketing later. Is it something right. that Roger decided to do for what? <laughs> Look, my point is, I think musically it does do amazing things. Like, I'm going to play this clip, and I think Brian, if whether you think it's silly or not, he does evoke kind of the spinning wheels of bicycles and stuff. I think it's brilliant. So mm-hmm. um, let's listen to this clip, and then we can uh, you can tell me how stupid I am afterwards. Wayne. Hot dog! I said go! 
solo is very good yeah it's so good like the verse is cool your issue or if there is an issue from the outside one i feel i, I recognize we all feel a bit attacked for this song is that it's about a bicycle and if it was about <laughs> or something maybe it would be all right but um i i have no issue with it at all i i, I think it's a really good rock track it sounds great uh it freaking licks along it moves it's got a huge amount of um energy and pump to it i love it um yeah I, it's it's tires are fully pumped up for me <laughs> <laughs> should i just all right simon do you want to blow our minds <laughs> that was very impressive bro um well <laughs> thank you Fat fans of the of the or regular listeners should i say of the podcast will know that we we love a hollywood remix uh, on the podcast, oh. and I'm pleased <laughs> to say, oh, and, and by, by Hollywood Remix, you mean that when when Queen's back catalogue was bought by Hollywood Records, they decided, in their wisdom, to try and improve some of the songs. Yeah, yeah. With, and put a 1991 spin on a 1978 yeah. classic. How do you do that to and a song like this? How do you do that to a song like that, Ro? Well, let's have yeah, a listen, yeah. and I'm going to show you. <laughs> Oh dear. That's made me get sick in my mouth. It's a very silly song. It's a very silly song. I'm dismissing this the value of its song on, on all kinds of... Well, what was that? Remixed by the Soup Dragons. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's been remixed by a 60-year-old white guy who heard Massive Attack a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new sound. It's kind of like... Like uh, loaded by Primal Scream, it's very much repetitive. It just it smells it's rubbish, of the early nineties, it? doesn't it's it? It's great. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. But they they've taken a song that's got super contemporary references from the late seventies and gone. Let's make it sound like something from nineteen ninety one. Like, what's the point of that? They've made it sound older yeah. by doing that. It's one yeah. of the interesting things about that song is you hear it now and it's got like all these lyrics. They're actually referencing stuff that was happening then. So it'd be weird if we like yeah. doing a song now about Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If anything, it's interesting how many of those lyrics has actually managed to remain relevant for that period. For well, there's a, a new Watergate. Loads of them. There's loads of Watergates. Yeah, he's yeah. popped up yeah, again. Absolutely. Robert Redford's character's popped up again yeah. to talk about the new scandals in the government. So Bicycle Race was seeing the future just like Fat Bottom Girls was. One thing I'd say both about Fat Bottom Girls and Bicycle Race sort of um, paired as they are. Is it's it's They're both songs where Freddie's got a real strut about him. And I really like that. He's mm. sort of got a front yeah. foot attack. You can see him sort of almost leaning into the audience as he's delivering them and really relishing the songs. Um, 
And I, and I do yes. like those songs where, where sort of Freddie has got a bit of attitude about him. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. He's relishing it. You're absolutely right. He's just go for it. It's wonderful stuff. Um, so I've been uh, trying to, if you guys uh, listening only have the Queen Greatest Hits album and you want to pass yourselves off as, uh, as someone who's encyclopedic about Queen, if you want to sound cool about uh, a bicycle race, you can kind of say, well, to be honest, I'm all about Mustafa. Oh. That's how I would uh, sound more like a Queen fan, right? So go listen to the opening track of jazz if you haven't heard that yet. It is an extraordinary piece of music. So, what's the next track coming up, guys? Well, it's John Deacon's You're My Best Friend, isn't it? Mm. Off a night of the opera. Mm, good choice. Yeah, It's a very good choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've had like a lot of high... High tempo, high rock kind of tracks, and now we're going to get this. We've had nice there little... too. We've had two songs that um, are a lot of fun, and now here's one. It's still fun, but it's about something very pure. Yeah, it's a, it's a very beautiful track, isn't it? You're my best friend. Um, lovely stuff, and it's also quite soothing as a track as well yeah. to listen to. Um, so my big question is: when you hear uh, "Bicycle Race" coming to an end. I want to ride it do you hear you're my best friend that do 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 or are you hearing if you can't beat them keep your chin up when you're feeling lonely don't let them get you down what are you hearing kick up when when bicycle race comes to an end definitely you're my best friend Yes. I'm discovering really? that maybe I didn't listen to jazz as much as other albums. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, uh, well, it is one of those albums that you maybe don't listen to as much as you might. I think I'm, I'm, I would probably alternate depending on my mood, but I would say probably I'm hearing If You Can't Beat Them. But then yeah. some, if I, if, maybe if I hear it in a public place, I am going to hear um, You're My Best Friend, whereas... At home, where I would be more likely to listen to jazz, I'd probably be hearing If You Can't Beat Them. Nine times out of ten, I'm hearing If You Can't Beat Them, Jordan. But if I'm listening to Great Sits, I know for mm. a fact it's You're My Best Friend coming up. How about you, Simon? Yeah, no, I think I'm with you. It's You're My Best Friend is is calling me next. So I'm mm. already looking forward to next week. It's really interesting, isn't it? There's a sort of divide here where Suze and Simon are always like, yeah, no, Great Sits every time. And... Me and John He's saying we're the more, real fans, um, Ro. Me and you. Oh, I, th- I, th- I just think we're a better It's all coming out now. Fans, John, is, that's it? all I'm saying, really. Just, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. Uh, you know, purists, you know. And um, Sorry, but I just I'm just one of the members people. members of the band would prefer us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan and I are more in touch with the common <laughs> you, people. We're yeah. not elitists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, with right, right. And we've only listened to the Greatest Hits albums. We haven't listened to any of the others. Yeah, exactly. I don't need all that detritus. I'm a true fan. <laughs> well, I'm not a snob, so I don't mind members of the Hoi Polloi being on this podcast. <laughs> Happy to tick that box. <laughs> so, on that unbelievable bombshell. Uh, please join us next time when we are going to be talking about You're My Best Friend, uh, which we're very excited to do in the meantime. Why don't you email us with uh, all of your thoughts and opinions, queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com. Send us a comment uh, on any of our socials uh, using uh, at the Queen Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We've got a Facebook um, group as well, which you could join, which is great fun. Loads of stuff going on there. And go along to patreon.com forward slash Queen Pod to see how to support us and get loads of exclusive cool stuff. Um, in the meantime, 
please get the Greatest Hits album and play Queen Loud. Goodbye, everybody! Bye! This has been The Queen Pod, a Seven Seas Films production, edited by Sam Easton and produced by Emily Wiley. Come follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and stay in touch by emailing us at queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.